That's an amazing thing. The title of the message today is Set Apart for Lasting Success. We are set apart for lasting success. If you said yes to Jesus, what you were saying is that you believe that he died and rose again. Scripture backs it all up that if you believe he died for you, for your sins, then also you rose with him. And when you rose with him, you got everything that he's got. That's hard to even, to think that the creator of the universe lives inside of you. Now, sometimes you feel it, sometimes you don't. But you don't go by feelings, you go by facts, which is what faith is, believing that it's there. But I want to read scripture. In the book of John, in the New Living Translation, it says in John 1, 14, it says, So the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father, the Father's one and only Son. Now, we've seen that in Jesus, and we've seen that in the birth of Jesus. And You know, the scripture, scripture shows us in Isaiah 7, 14, that it said, Mary will give birth to a son, and he will call him Emmanuel. Well, the word Emmanuel, and we sang the song today with that word in it, Emmanuel literally means God in us. He's with us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He's with us. Even, listen to me, even when you mess up, even when you're not thinking about him, he is there. He, he, he is part of See, many back in the day and many now look at baby Jesus as just a person. You can see all through Scripture when Jesus walked the earth, how so many of them, you know, the comment was made, how in the world? Somebody from Nazareth? The carpenter's son? See, that's not the way it is. And John recognized it right there in Scripture. He recognized that he was man, but yet he was God. And we've got to remember this season, you know, it's a, it's a great time to celebrate. But folks, he was a baby and he had needs just like every other baby has all through his life. But yet, Doc brought it up, he lived a sinless life. Now, was he tempted and, and tried in every way? Well, the Bible tells us that because he was a man. But yet, because he was God, he didn't sin. Well, how did he not sin? He didn't listen to the temptations he stood on what he was. But what's exciting about it is he placed that in each and every one of us. And I've preached this and I've preached this, but it's like I said, Holy Spirit, I'm always talking about this. But we've got to get this. We've got to get the revelation that he lives inside of you. And if you're, if you're by internet or maybe you're sitting here today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and never accepted he died for your sins, you're going to go to hell. And you don't have him living in you. And you're living out of your mind, your will, and your emotions, which is most of our problems. But you don't have any help. We have the help. We have him living inside of us. We, he, he's not just living there. 
He's that total being. He's that healing. He's that everything we need. He's that glory. He's, he's got every answer. He's got, every, he's got all the wisdom. He's got it all living in us. You say, but, but I don't live perfect. Nobody does. That's why we have a Savior. Because he forgives you of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. You mean, you mean if I get born again, I, I won't, I, I'll mess up again? I promise. But he died for that. So all we have to do is believe and receive what he's done for us. And allow him to flow in our lives. Allow him to move through our lives. Allow him to be, be what he is. In, in 2 Corinthians, I want to go there and read it out of my Bible. 2 Corinthians 5, 16 and 17. It says, now, it says, therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Now, if you read that in another translation, it basically says, we knew him as a person, but then we recognized that he was more than a person. But right before that, it says, we don't look at everybody else anymore. It goes on and it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. How you look at other people affects that person as well as how it affects you. If you look at them like you sometimes look at you, well, I'm born again and I'm okay. Just because they don't meet your standards doesn't give you the right to judge them when they're just like you. I'm not talking about the sin side. I'm talking about the Bible says that if they're born again, they're full of the Holy Spirit. They've got Jesus in their heart. They are trying to follow that, whether they think they are or not. He's going to get the job done according to the word. So it will affect them if you judge them, but it also will affect you if you judge them because you'll reap that that you judge. The Bible says you become what you judge. So what's my point this morning? We all mess up. Leave everybody alone. And look at the good in their lives. It's Christmas. And you're all going to be going to see family that maybe you haven't seen all year. Wouldn't it be better if you went with your eyes open instead of your eyes closed? And recognize that Jesus looks at you and looks at me the same way? Y'all recognize you're, in God's eyes you're saints? In God's eyes you're perfect? In God's eyes you don't make mistakes? That's what the Bible tells us. He died for my sins. He was judged for my sins, according to the Bible. So if he was already judged, then I'm not going to be judged. But I can judge myself by judging people. So what's my word this morning? Let people be people. Just because they don't do like you and act like you, I didn't, I didn't want to be so hard this morning, but it's Christmas. Let's start being kind to one another. Let's stop gossiping. Let's stop taking rumors 
that we weren't there for a fact, and even if you're there for a fact, you don't know the facts, and spread this and cause destruction and heartache. Uh, Brad and I are talking. We've talked many times of the, the, the knives that he's pulled out of my backs and I pulled out of his back. Of people that love us. And I'm not, I just use us for an example because we've talked about this. You've all made mistakes, haven't you? Let's let God have all of us. He's so much bigger than we are. He already knows my tomorrow. He already knows my, my mistakes. He already knows those things. See, we've none got it together. Listen to what happened in Exodus. I'm going to read out of the, I think it's the New Living Translation. Exodus 10, through 23. Now, this is a scene where the plagues were coming upon uh, Egypt. Listen to what it says. Moses stretched out his hand toward heaven, and there was the darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for these three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. He said, well, why'd you bring this up? It was so dark. It wasn't that the lights went out. It was so dark that they couldn't light a candle and see it. It said they see no light. And you know they had candles and they had lanterns just like Israel did. But it was so dark. But now let's, let's, let's go from so dark, which the world is getting so dark. But let's go to Israel. Let's go to to Gosh, where they, to where it said they had light. Do you think everyone was following God like they were supposed to follow God? The Old Testament is showing you what the New Testament is did. Many, many, many followed all the laws. Many, many, many did all. Many, many, many put, put blood on their doorposts and the, all the stuff that he asked them to do. But they all had light because they all were seeking God. See, we're in a new place. We now have God. Yes, we fall short. Am I making an excuse for it? No, I'm just trying to teach us that there's grace and we got to start living in that grace. And if you're judging anybody about anything, you are not living in grace. You are choosing to be God. You are choosing to say, I'm better than them. I live better. I never make a mistake. I'm perfect in all my ways, so I can talk about Brad. I can talk about Pastor. I can talk about Jeff. I can talk about Linda. I can talk about... No, you can't. Because they're going to be in heaven just like you are. They might be a little closer to the throne than you are. We don't know those things. But see, my point is, it was so dark... Until they received Jesus, until they walked with God, until they walked with. But then when you get the light, your life changes forever. I am a new creature in Christ. Monica is, when Monica said, 
do I have to change? And I said, Monica, you do not have to change. You just have to believe. But look what it's done. If you all would have known Monica, you would say, man, can God do good stuff. He's a miracle worker. But if you knew me, if you knew Scott, if you knew Mary, if you knew Dale, if you... All of this, I, I don't, there's still things that nobody knows about me. And I'm not telling nobody. Now, God knew. Jesus knew. But the moment at 12 years old in that little Methodist church in Percy, when I said yes to Jesus, it was gone. I didn't know that I was a new creature in Christ. I didn't know that I didn't have to walk with my face down. I didn't know that I, I didn't know. I, I thought I had to walk differently because I was never taught. I'm trying to teach us all. When you are a new creature in Christ, you are a new creature in Christ. I don't have to. I'm being transformed by the renewing of my mind. The Bible tells me that. I still mess up a lot. I'm going to mess up less as life goes on. That's the way it is. But at 12 years old, you say, well, how corrupt can you be at 12? It didn't matter how corrupt. The, the, the best person on earth at 95 will not make it without Jesus. Did I make any mistakes after 12? We could all write books. Many lacked, but they all had light. They was able to light the lantern. And I don't know how the location was, but maybe there was a time they could look over the city and, and see, see the candles illuminating all the, all the city lighting in Egypt. But on this day, they could look over and it was black. But where they were at, it was light. Now, we don't know if it was the presence of God. We don't know, but yet... They, they had light, and they was able to light. It says they would light. Everybody, it said, everybody had light. Everybody had light. It says, it says, but all the children of Israel had lights in their dwellings. Can you imagine being in a place so dark that light didn't even work? But we're not there. It's Christmas. Jesus came. He lived his 30-plus years sinless for you and I so that he could be that lamb that was born in that stable that Dr. Craig brought up. I'd never thought about it that way. That was a good, that was, I mean, where else would, where else would, he, where else would the lamb be born? But in the stable. All for you and I, that humble dwelling all for you and I, knowing that get the revelation. And Paul, all through this, uh, what, do you think, what do you think Paul was teaching? You guys are okay. You're going to be okay. Just look at the promises. Look at the promises. Watch what I'm doing. Watch what's taking place. Recognize. Look, if, you're, if you've got your Bibles, back up to Romans 5. Hang on with me. I'm going there. Romans 5, 
verse 19. Look what it says. It says, For as one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so also by one's man's obedience, many will be made righteous. Without Jesus, you're Adam. Without Jesus, your lineage is Adam. Without Jesus, you'll always, you, you were created in sin. Without Jesus, you can't help from living a sin life. You can't stop yourself. You can't stop yourself anyway because when you accepted Jesus Christ, you become a new creature in Christ. Then you're a new man and the Holy Spirit leads you and directs you. You, you have been made righteous. Not in your own works, you've been made righteous because of Jesus. My point is, Israel had light. We believe in Jesus. We have light forever. Every place you go, everywhere you're at, you can have light come from you and touch hearts and touch other people. Samaritan's Purse was brought up. That is going to be a light in the Kentucky area. You, they're probably already set up camp. What are they doing? They're reaching out the love of Jesus. They're reaching out because they know they've got the answer. As bad as this situation is, they have got the answer. We've got the answer. And we've got to start recognizing it is in us. It's there forever. Isaiah 60 verse 23 says, Darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will... Arise over you and the glory will be seen upon you and the lost will come to your light. But we've got to know we've got it. Young people, listen to me. You're in school that is just crazy now. But you've got the light. No matter what wrongdoings are taking place. No matter what somebody else says about you. No matter what's going on. You've got the light. Older people, we've got the light if you're born again, if you believe in Jesus, if you've accepted him. And I'm, I keep saying that because if you haven't, what is going on? Can't you see the craziness? The darkness, the, the tragedies that are taking place. You know, if you was in that candle factory and you knew Jesus, you beat everybody else there. If they didn't, God already knew that, and you were never going to receive him anyway. We've got to live in this life where we start relaxing and not allow the things that's going on to pull us down. We can't walk in fear of the surroundings. We can't walk in fear of what the news tells us. We can't walk in fear. We can't walk in these things. We've got to recognize he's gotten me. He knew it already. We're, we're blown away with Dad. Uh, Scott and I went Thursday and seen him, and they've, they've wrote him off multiple, multiple times. Scott got to just tell the stories, and we got to just tell the stories, and he got to laughing. He can't respond, and he can't talk, and you can't understand where he's going. And, he, and when he does talk, he's talking in a different world because he's, he's got a tumor in his, in his brain. But yet, in the spirit realm, there was so much joy in that little skinny guy. His legs aren't but about that big around now, but he's still right there. It don't go anywhere. Old wore out, man. 
but he's still got Jesus. And until he's gone, there's purpose. We as a family go, come on, God. But yet he's touching somebody's life or he wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. If you didn't have a purpose to allow this to start moving, if you didn't have a purpose, you wouldn't be here. But recognize what's in you. Recognize he's got you. Recognize, John 1, 4 says, in him was life, and the life was the light of man. Ooh. Team, come on up. Recognize, recognize, he lives in you because he came and was born in that little manger. <laughs> you think about the location of that. The smell of that, the humbleness of that setting, but yet he came for you and I so that he could die for everything you did wrong and everything that you're going to do wrong. He's our Savior, but then he made it even better. I'm going to die, but I'm going to raise again. And when I do, you can have it. You can have it all. Let's stand. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you as we close out with this song. I thank you, Lord, that you're touching hearts. You're going to touch lives. And Father, we can look and recognize that Jesus does live in us and there forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In the darkness we were waiting without hope, without light. Till from heaven you came running, there was mercy in your eyes to fulfill the law and promise. To a virgin came the world from a throne of endless glory to a cradle in the
you bless you are dismissed 1215 there will be transportation to take you out and carol oh and the coffee shop will be open if you want to go grab a hamburger and stay here till then if you're out of town <laughs>